Yes, you are listening to the Ready, Set, Retire radio podcast with Steve Anzoni. My name is Jessica Forkel. Get more details on the website at fairwayfinancial.net. We got to talk about my girl Barbie at the box office blowing it up. And we got Kelly here joining us because (laughs) it is girl power right now, Kelly. I've got my marketing director in here with me, Kelly. (laughs) And the subject, by the way, is is Barbie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. so obviously I was a GI Joe guy as a kid. Uh, I didn't. I had one sister, uh, so I don't remember her too much with Barbie, but she probably did. But Kelly is my marketing director, and she went and saw the movie. I huh? did. And, I did uh, on Monday. Did I hear you cried a little bit at the end? Did I you did say that? cry at the end. Oh it got sentimental. <laughs> oh it really my gosh! Did. I haven't seen it yet, but the fact that you cried now—I I, mean—I don't know if I'm intrigued or scared. I, am. I don't- I mean, I don't know if I'll go see it, but man, wow. Okay. It was good. Yeah, it was good. I mean, Barbie, basically the whole premise is like she thinks she's changed the world, right? She's Barbie. She's had over, you know, 200 jobs. She's shown that women can lead the way. They don't have to be the stay at home wives. And then all of a sudden she gets into the real world and realizes maybe not so much. (laughs) That's correct. Yes. Yes. Barbie thinks she saved the world. And unfortunately, when she gets to the real world, um, she, it's, it's not what she thought in her mind. So, mm-hmm. yep. I guess that does uh, it does sound like real life, doesn't it? Like when kids get out of college, they think, "Hey, I got my degree. I'm going to go out there and change the world." And then the real the real world hits them hard back, and <laughs> you got to face reality, right? Or mm-hmm. when you when you have your first kid, you think, "That's it. I'm ready to go." And you're like, "Ouch! This is tougher than I thought." Yeah. So uh, I guess I guess I could see that, you know. So maybe maybe Trace and I will uh, check it out. I mean. There's got to be some financial, you know, thing going on here with this movie, I'm thinking, right? Oh, my gosh. Well, it's like the number one movie all around the world. It's made a gazillion dollars. I mean, I think seriously the other day it hit like the billion-dollar mark at the a box billion? office. Yeah, with the Boy, B. Billion. Mattel's pretty happy. Yeah, Mattel is very happy. Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine how many girls ran to, like, you know, get Barbies. You know, because before it was like, oh, I'm too old or Barbies aren't cool anymore. But now Barbie's cool. And you Barbie's said cool. Ryan Gosling's in it. Ryan Gosling's mm-hmm. in okay, it. So Will Farrell. That'll get my wife yeah. going. And Margot Robbie is she is the epitome of Barbie. I is have she, to say, yes. Is she a, like she's a Barbie beautiful. In real life? She's yeah. stunningly beautiful. Wow. All right. And you might have to go see this thing. All then. right. For the audience, I'm doing it for a <laughs> it's financial. Research. Yeah, it's financial research <laughs> right. to find out how this phenomenon is bringing in billions and mm-hmm. uh, maybe the real Barbie. She probably has a 401k. <laughs> God, I hope so. With over 200 jobs, I hope she had one or two in there. I mean, I guess the the bigger question is, if she did have 401ks from these 200 jobs, Steve, and let's say Barbie came into your office and said, Steve, you're Cape Cod's retirement income specialist. I need your help. I have all these 401ks laying around. What the heck do I do? Wow. Well, first of all, I think I'd ask for her autograph. Um, (laughs) First things first, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, she's got a lot of old 401ks. Mm -hmm. Um, So uh, we're going to have to clean some of those older ones up, maybe, uh, you know, roll those into an IRA for her, her own account, and uh, set them up like that. But uh, I run into a lot of people, obviously, over the years, and um, a lot of my clients have old 401ks, right? And um, some of them have left it with their employer for literally five, 10 years. Mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of people don't know they can do that with their 401ks and roll it over. And why you would consider that is you have more control mm-hmm. and you have more options when you put it into your own IRA than an employer-sponsored 
uh, 401k. See, that's the difference. A 401k is not, it's an employer-sponsored plan. It's not your own. So you might be better off putting it into your own IRA. Now, if they have really good options and really low fees, maybe it makes sense. If you're still working there, it certainly makes sense. You know, like if you're in your, uh, let's say you're 67, 68, right? Um, and you're still working and you even get to the age of, let's say 72, 73, you love your job and you're still working there, right? One of the advantages of leaving your 401k entirely where it is, right? And not even doing what is called a in-service distribution, meaning a partial, is that there's a, there's a law out there and it's called the still at work rule. And as the name sounds, if you're still working, even if you're 73, 74, you don't have to take the minimum distribution from that 401k. So that could be a plus as to why you would leave it. But if you're, you know, if you've got older ones and stuff like that, I've found that over 90% of the time, it makes sense to put it in your own IRA account because mm -hmm. of all the different choices you have, Jess. And you could certainly be more accountable to the fees. Did you ever look at your 401k statement and try to figure out what you're paying in fees? I actually have, and it's <laughs> really confusing. They don't make it, it easy. <laughs> it's very, very confusing. So think about that for all you folks out there who have uh, changed jobs over the years. I don't think you've had 200 jobs like Barbie did, but maybe you've had 10 or 15. I mean, my son is, what, 32? I think he's already had 10 jobs. But oh, my gosh. I think that's that generation. And besides, there's no pension, right? There's no tie-down uh, or incentive to stay where you are, right? It's all about what can you do, what can you make, and that sort of thing, and how much you love your job. That is a hot, hot topic. Like the movie, Barbie, IRAs and 401ks and old plans and not being accountable to those. And I've seen some mistakes just like when people... Um, they need money, right? Like, let's say they're doing a project at home, like they're doing an addition or they're putting a roof on or something like that. Yeah. I've seen people take money from their 401ks to do that. Uh-oh. And, oh, and I that's know. That's a big no-no. That, by the way, that is creeping up the last year or two. The studies out there have shown that there's a ton of people who are taking money from their 401ks to do other projects. And I'm telling you, you know, it's really hard to accumulate that money over time. And as you get older, let's say you're 60 and you do that, now you've got a shorter window to try to accumulate that money back. It could almost be impossible, right? So you've got to be very careful. And, you know, that is absolutely, absolutely a last resort to do that, okay? So you've got to really put both arms around that pile of money and guard it with your life, literally, because that is most people's nest egg. It's their personalized, I guess, pension, for lack of a better word, only it doesn't have the guarantees of a traditional pension. That is the challenge and the problem. And Jess, you and I talk about it in the show. The number one fear is running out of money. Absolutely. And the reason it's the number one fear is because people don't have pensions anymore. I mean, I've been in this business since the, since the 80s. And I'm going to tell you something. In the late 80s and 90s, running out of money was not the number one fear. 
Okay, wasn't it was like maybe three, number three, number four, number five, uh, because most of those people had Social Security, a pension, and no debt. That's huge. So, a lot of people I see today still have a mortgage. You know, it's not uncommon, and they they have no pensions. So, you got to guard that money with your life. You need to find out the best available options for yourself, and if you married your spouse, okay, because that is a huge part of the plan. Think about it. If you're married, you're not just looking out for one check. You're looking out for two. And Social Security, when one of you dies, one of the checks dies with that person. So fortunately, the higher check is kept, but you're losing an income right off the bat. You need to be on it, plan. If you have old ones, find out where they are, how much they are, what the fees are, you know, and what you can do with it. And we can help you here, right? Set up a meeting where we can just chat and have a conversation about what you have, what your options are, most importantly, where you can put that to either develop your own guaranteed income in the future or something else with it. But at least find out what your options are because that's the most important thing. Get more details on the website, fairwayfinancial.net. That's fairwayfinancial.net. Stephen Anzoni is a licensed insurance provider by the Division of Insurance and is not registered as an investment advisor in the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. does not give investment, tax, or legal advice. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products, including annuities, offered through Fairway Financial Insurance Agency, Inc. Annuity guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Massachusetts Insurance License 172-2314.